deal. At home, turn us up. In your car, turn us on. At work, tell others about Talking with Ms. T, the talk show that's giving you trending topics, noted news, interesting interviews, community updates, and so much more. It continues right now. Miss T. She'll do the talking. All you got to do is be a good listener. Greetings, everyone. You're back where it's at, and it's time to chat on the show with the flow that keeps you in the know. This is Tanisha Baker, and as always, I'm excited to host another edition you shouldn't be missing of Talking with T. It's January 11th, and if today is your birthday, you share it with your birthday mates, R&B diva, Mary J. Blige, and actress Kim Cole. Today on the national calendar is Human Trafficking Awareness Day, National Milk Day, and National Clean Off Your Desk Day. The theme this month is Set It Off. You've been encouraged to put some power behind your plans. The time is now. Forget those who say you can't. Forget the crabs in a barrel and own your destiny. It's in your hands. Attack your dreams aggressively and be fierce. Don't be robbed of your future by letting others steal your confidence. The time is now to set it off. Start where you are, use what you have, and do what you can. Change your should, woulds, and coulds to dids and done. Business owners, church leaders, entrepreneurs, why not build your brand on Talking With T, your urban talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage. Call today, 865-409-1170 for more details or visit TalkingWithT.com. Let's check out my review of the news. Of course, the biggest thing trending is the insurrection riot of thugs and attempt at a coup at the Capitol. At this point, you all know the news, so I just want to share my insights, some things for you to ponder. We all know the president should receive a second impeachment and therefore be the only president in history to be impeached twice. And as I have previously shared, let me remind you of the definition of impeachment. It simply brings charges against a civil officer or government for crimes alleged to have been committed as was obvious with the first impeachment. But it doesn't mean immediate removal from office. Of course, that is what should have been done and would have possibly prevented recent events. If Trump is impeached again, this, of course, will prevent him from ever running for office again. I was listening to a Capitol staffer this past weekend who said she has seen security drag out handicapped people, She has seen them drag out kids who are protesting school shootings and that threat assessments are done all the time, even for sporting events. So there is no way this should have happened. I personally believe it was allowed. It was permitted through privilege to occur. Think about the precedent that will be set if appropriate and swift consequences are not issued. I'm talking about to the whole kit and caboodle those who participated and those who allowed it. 147 Republican senators voted to overturn the election results, including Tennessee's own Tim Burchett. Twitter has suspended Trump's favorite mode of communication. Thousands of people have committed to this cult-like following. Some of his circle is jumping ship and turning in their resignations. And to all of that, I say too little too late. My last thought on this is that 
You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. Although the current inhabitant of the White House incited and led the events of January 6, he could not have done that if he did not have the support of a congregation of twisted followers who somewhere within are fundamentally supremacists and drenched in privilege. They felt entitled to wreak havoc without consequence. Now arrests are being made, but why weren't those arrests made at the scene of the crime? We all know why. We all know, and it has been acknowledged over and over again, the difference in the treatment of these lowlifes versus the treatment of peaceful protesters during the Black Lives Matter assembly this past spring. Keep it where it's at after we hear this track of ABC's reporting of events or more insights on trending news and hot topics with the rest of the Talking With T crew. On January 6th, thousands of rioters, many coming from Trump's Save America rally, stormed the U.S. Capitol as Congress met to certify the 2020 presidential election results. Stop the, Stop the, the insurrection resulted in multiple deaths, including an officer, dozens of injuries to law enforcement and rioters, ongoing arrests, and vandalism across the Capitol. Here's how the day unfolded. That morning, thousands gathered at the Ellipse near the White House to hear the president and his allies speak. Shortly before noon, President Trump addressed the crowd. We will never give up. We will never concede. We're going to walk down to the Capitol because you'll never take back our country with weakness. You have to show strength and you have to be strong. Following his speech, the crowd then marched to the U.S. Capitol building, where initially only Capitol Police were stationed. Additional MPD officers would be called to assist by 1 p.m. At 12.53, a large crowd approached approximately five Capitol Police officers standing at a fenced-off entrance near the Peace Monument. According to ABC News sources that day, many Capitol Police were armed only with mace and their sidearms. As the crowd pushed the barricades over, the police were quickly overwhelmed. In contrast to other events in D.C. last summer, additional state and federal law enforcement was not pre-staged ahead of the riot. Within minutes, protesters began swarming other entrances of the Capitol, breaking through barricades and continuing to push further toward the building. Inside, Congress began their session with Vice President Pence presiding. Are there any objections to counting the certificate of vote of the state of Arizona? I will vote to respect the people's decision and defend our system of government as we know it. During this time, explosive devices were reported outside the DNC and RNC headquarters. Meanwhile, rioters continued to surround the Capitol, taking photos and waving flags. One video shows rioters streaming past barricades with officers standing by. An audio message from around 2 p.m. warned congressional staffers and reporters to stay away from windows and doors. Between 2 and 2.30, rioters broke through multiple entrances and began pushing further into the building. By 2.30, rioters breached security and made their way into the Capitol through windows and doors. Crowds began pouring into the rotunda, crypt, statuary hall, and other locations. Stop the steal! Stop the steal! 
chamber floor, the House recessed and told members to lock down and shelter in place. They broke the glass. Everybody stay down. Get down. Around 2.45, members of the Capitol security team barricaded the entry doors to the chamber. Congress members retrieved gas masks from underneath their seats, and tear gas has been released into the rotunda. Outside the House chamber in a stairwell, protesters attempted to get into a secured hallway. One woman, Ashley Babbitt, was shot by a Capitol policeman and later died. Around 3 p.m., one video shows an officer stuck in a doorway as rioters try to push through. By now, hundreds of rioters occupied the Capitol, roamed the halls, sat at Speaker Pelosi's desk, and vandalized the building. As the insurrection continued, support from more than 18 local, state, and federal law enforcement agencies began to arrive. They tried to dispel the violence using tear gas and flashbangs to move the protesters out of the building. By mid-afternoon, many political leaders and allies of President Trump called on the president to make a statement and denounce the protest. I tried to call the president immediately, and I've tried a number of different ways to get him. I call on President Trump to go on national television now to fulfill his oath and defend the Constitution and demand an end to this siege. At 4.17, more than two hours after the violence began, President Trump tweeted a minute-long pre-recorded video speaking directly to the protesters. You have to go home now. We have to have peace. So go home. We love you. Earlier in the day, Mayor Bowser implemented a 6 p.m. curfew, and rioters now dispersed. By 8 p.m., Senators resumed session in the Senate chamber to confirm the electoral results. Today was a dark day in the history of the United States Capitol. The violence was quelled. The Capitol is secured, and the people's work continues. Congress worked through the night, and at 3.39 a.m., certified Joe Biden as the 46th President of the United States. Joe Biden and Kamala Harris will be the President and the Vice President, according to the ballots that have been given to us. All right, listeners, as we continue to review trending news, I have none other than the know-it-all Professor Jay and our top investigator, most often investigator, P.I. Pam. And so earlier in the show, I kind of shared my insights about the recent events surrounding January 6th. And uh, I'm curious, and I'm sure the listeners are as well, to get your take on anything that you know or that you've heard. I mean, it's flooded the news. There are so many different angles and so many different things that are going on with this. But uh, we'll just start with you, Professor Jay, and tell me what you feel, what you think about all of this. If you got any extra peace, feel it. Listen, I'm still trying to make sense of it all because I was just sitting there with my chin on the floor, like, is this really happening? Because, you know, it seemed as if one minute the current occupant of the White House, but for not too much longer, was on TV ranting about something. And then next thing we know, the Capitol building was being infiltrated by a bunch of crazy yahoos. Uh, you know, P. 
people scaling walls, including uh, somebody who was dressed up like Jamiroquai. <laughs> Dude had came in and kicked his feet up on Nancy Pelosi's desk and read her mail. And, of course, she came back and was like, oh, no, we, this is not what we're going to do today. So we're going to go ahead and get this 25th Amendment rolling because the orange one and his kid in heels is crazy as cat crap. So let's get this thing popping to get him on up out of here swiftly. 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 Sooner rather than later. <laughs> well, you mentioned you were trying to make sense of it. And I just wanted to say I don't think that's going to be possible. I don't think so either. Yeah, I just want to make sure you didn't waste too much energy on that. And interestingly enough, uh, the orange one releases a statement the day after saying that he's committed, well, not necessarily the day after, but shortly after the whirlwind of events saying that he's committed to an orderly transition of power. Oh, okay, so you let your people act a total and complete donkey, and now you want a, now you want orderly transition. But how are you going to have an orderly transition when your whole presidency, if we can call it that, has been nothing but chaos and disorder. Right. The first thing that I want to say about it is that we all know that anyone darker than a brown paper bag could not have done that, what these people did. I remember a long time ago, the cartoon, the bill on Capitol Hill, he he only got up the steps. He didn't even get all the way up the steps <laughs> before they stopped him. And then these people basically were let in Climbed up the wall, went in Nancy Pelosi's office, went to some man's office. He said he stays, his office was on the third floor. He has two offices. He said, I don't know how they found my secret office. I said, because they had inside help. Yeah, Pam, it would be hard for me to believe they didn't. Um, it's no way. It is right. no way that many people were able to get in. And even if you watch the video closely, you will see that some people went in with little effort in holding them back. And there are a lot of rumors and speculations about some of the members of the mob actually being law enforcement. It wouldn't surprise me because we know um, how law enforcement has being not holistically, but sectors of law enforcement that uh, there's strong evidence that supports that they very much could be in allegiance with them. So, right, they most definitely could. And then their leader, he didn't care about them because he basically threw them under the bus, especially Pence. They had an order to hang Pence, and he stuck in this office hiding. And he never got a call from his, his boss. And you mentioned that people got in with little or no effort. They sure did, especially the people, the wheelchair gang, because they just rolled on in. They should have just put a lasso around them and just brought them on back out. I'm not making any comment on that. Uh, Lord, forgive me. But why are you there? And then they had that old lady there. She like she was lost. Well, maybe she was, Pam. No, she thought she was at Cracker Barrel gift shop. She didn't know. She <laughs> thought they were going on a trip from 
the nearest assisted living. She didn't know what was going on. It was a mess. I have never seen nothing like it in my life. She thought it was a, no. she thought it was a meeting of her sewing circle. That's what it was. <laughs> and you know what? The reason you haven't seen anything like it in your life because there hasn't been anything like it. You know, I was watching CNN and the news pretty much like I was watching Netflix. It was like a movie. Mm-hmm. You know, Angel is Falling or Olympus is Falling, if you're familiar with any of those, that's what it reminded me of. Yes. Like I said, it's a lot of different angles to this, but now I need justice to come a little more swiftly. You know, there were some questions about, I know people are being arrested, and but they've been arrested back at the locations where they're from. Why weren't they arrested there? Right, because we would have been arrested there. Well, that's that's the ones that didn't get shot. Right. And let's just put that out there, that Elizabeth, she is not from Knoxville. She's from Maryland, and she lives in Maryville. Well, you got to tell the people who Elizabeth is. Some people may not know. Oh, everybody knows Elizabeth. (laughs) (laughs) Well, for the ones that, I don't know where you have been, but if you don't know who Elizabeth is, she was interviewed that she was maced going into the Capitol, but come to find out she had a whole medallion onion in her hand, rubbing on her eyes. And then when a news station went to see her, she said that that was just her lookalike that was in D.C. It wasn't even her. But when she was interviewed, she said she was from Knoxville. Yes, she said she was from Knoxville. So, And I also saw a social media post to justify her having the onion. I don't know whether she thought she needed a snack uh, for the uh, insurrection, the overthrowing of the democracy as we now know it or what, but one of the social media posts that I saw tried to justify her having this onion by stating that by rubbing oneself with an onion, it counteracts the effects of being maced. I don't know how true that is, uh, but it just, again, looks like a, a a peg in the wheel of craziness. Well, look, you know, <laughs> we won't have any pity. I mean, there are consequences, and it could have possibly been worse than that if you're going to storm the whole Capitol. And then to think about, and I mentioned this earlier in the show, 147 senators still voted to overturn the election, including Tennessee's Tim Burchett. And I'm puzzled. Jay, you said trying to make sense. I know we can't make sense out of crazy. I know we can't. But I just don't understand how these people please some degree of sanity yet have been brainwashed. And these are elected officials, right? And so we can tell that the country is almost split down the middle. And I saw a post about Colin in black, and I know it was funny, but it's it's some seriousness to that, too, you know, because it's very stressful. One, not just the fact that we know we would have been treated differently, but these people feel like they have a pass right now. You know what I'm saying? Remember, uh, right. you all saw the story where they beat the lady up walking from mm-hmm. work. See, they, mm-mm. Yeah, that, that was awful. And if we had been smart, 
you know, black people are original and we always have a hustle. Everybody that sold plates and made T-shirts, anything, they should have went up there with their food and made some money off of them people. Rolled up in a whole food truck. Because <laughs> I know they was hungry and thirsty after doing all this shenanigans, climbing up walls and stuff. Yes, I would have. T-shirts over here, barbecue plates. Like a whole homecoming. Whole homecoming. I, and I need to go back and look, because I'm still trying to figure out how they were climbing up the walls like Spider-Man. Did they have suction cups or grappling hooks? Well, back to the point about, you know, the food trucks and all such as that, judging by some of the other pictures that I saw from some of the quote-unquote protesters, and judging no, by we're the not gonna that that. Been, we're not going to call them that at all. I put it. I put it in air quotes. Y'all missed the air quotes. Oh well, I missed the air quotes. But I, yeah, that, you're right, Pam. What do you call them? Terrorists. And I don't, don't want to talk about because you know I looked up the definition of terrorist and they fit the description to a T. Well, okay. Ahead, well, the, 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 the terrorists. Many of them mm-hmm. are in dire need of criminals. dental care. Criminals. Yes, many of them are in dire need of dental care. I'm pretty sure that <laughs> some of them are married to their very close relatives. So um, I would not be surprised that, you know, Pam, you mentioned that perhaps they, that people could have opened up some food trucks. Maybe they already had lunches packed comprised <laughs> of roadkill that they accumulated along the way. I don't know. Yeah, they might not could have eaten any ribs. <laughs> they could have some peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Mm-mm. No, 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 no. You didn't hear me. I said roadkill. Little possum, oh. little raccoon, maybe an armadillo or two that they had in, in, in the cooler, in the back of the truck, on ice. And so listen, listen, listen. A couple other things. So they suspended Trump's Twitter account, and that was his primary mode of communication. That's kind of how we knew what he was planning, right? Right. How is he communicating right now? He has tried well, to come back on several other accounts. He has a POTUS account that he tried to come back on. And I've never seen anybody get banned from Spotify <laughs> and, and Pinterest. He got banned from them. He got banned from Pinterest? Yeah, he can't even put outfits together or decorations. He's wrong with nothing. I don't I don't understand. Like, what's going on? And his supporters can't even go to Olive Garden to get the salad and breadsticks anymore either. (laughs) So it's hard out here. So it looks like he's done. I'm I'm hopeful. It looks like he's done. And by the way, he said he's skipping the inauguration. We don't care anything about that. We don't care about Betsy DeVos talking about she's quitting along with the other people who supported him all this time is too little, too late. And if karma does what it's supposed to, they were bunched up there like sardines. They ought to be catching COVID, and they should be banned from the vaccine list. Hmm. Well, you know, it's all a hoax anyway. And well, we'll the see. orange one said that, it, that it's going to miraculously disappear. So, I mean, yeah. Just, just Well, maybe just they can all go find themselves an island or, or make a compound somewhere and and they can just live all together in their craziness and leave the rest of the world alone. 
Yeah, because that's what he sounds like. Uh, Jim Jones or David Koresh, that's how his followers act. They're all on that app parlor, and they've got it taken off of Google Play and the App Store because all the races are over there. If anybody's ever seen some of the things they talk about, they don't censor anything. So they're all over there just living their best little racist life. Mm-hmm. You, you know, there are some warnings that something may occur again. They had two dates they put out there, the 17th and the 20th. Mm-hmm. And one of the gentlemen I heard on the media said he could care less at this point about Trump being president. He just wants to be at war. And so these are some sick individuals. No one needs to call, write, text, message, DM, anything about trying to justify their mentality. I don't want to hear it. You can't convince right. me otherwise. So just just save it. I'm not saying we enemies. I'm just saying I don't want to hear that. There's nothing that you can tell me. Nothing. And I believe no. that yeah. nothing. And I also believe that some of the consequences and charges I've seen are too light. Why hadn't anyone been charged for murder? Didn't people die? You know, if I cause a stampede, right, say I yell fire in a crowded place and someone dies or gets hurt, I'm accountable for that. I get charged for that. So I'm still wondering where the murder charges. The charges don't seem serious enough to me at this point. Which is not surprising again because justice has completely been thrown out of the window, certainly for the past four years. So, you know, again, I'm not surprised. And they have to do something because every time a decision is made that they don't like, what they're going to have a mass tantrum? We're going to have a whole collective tantrum? We can't have that foolishness. Because that, that's really what it is. Right. That is, that is really what it is. It, it, it's like a, a, a whole daycare of toddlers who did not get their way, and so now everybody's upset. Mm. Yeah, people have so much to say about the Black Lives Matter protest, but we were protesting for a reason, and now they want to be quiet on this and justify it. They were just doing all this because, like Jay said, they didn't get their way. Right. Well, I'm sure that we will have plenty more to talk about next week, and I sure can't wait to hear what you have to say. And I can't wait to tell it. And you know I'm going to say it. Everybody's Talking with T, the talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage the community is on. WJBE 99.7 FM and 1040 AM, just the best every day. I have just a couple of announcements before we end the show today. We want to celebrate Reverend Sam Brown, pastor of Logan Temple AME Zion, as the new president of our local NAACP. And on Saturday, January 16th, Keep Not So Beautiful Spruce Up Saturday will be on Martin Luther King Jr. Avenue. The kickoff location is in front of Austin East Magnet High School, and the time is from 10 a.m. to noon. Well, once again, we've come to the end, but be reminded you can call in with thoughts or opinions to our talk line. That's 865-409-1170. You can also leave comments on TalkingWithT.com. Share stories or spill some tea. 
In the meantime and in between time, engage with us on social media and subscribe to Talking With T Daily, our online newspaper for your daily scoop of trending news to find out what we're talking about. Thank you for tuning in to Talking With T, your urban talk show. The show designed with you in mind. And we would love to connect with you right now on social media. All things Talking With T. And you can listen to the show 24-7, 365 on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and iHeartRadio. Now on that note, T will end with a quote. When you operate in your gift, you do not have to be at the head of the table. For wherever you sit or stand, the table will shift. Remember where you heard the word. Keep the peace until next week. You've been listening to Talking with Tea.